0: The ability to maintain hope is so vital for life, and one of the key components is managing our exposure to things like social media and the news. Well, Bible teacher and author Wendy Speak has written about principles in her book called The 40-Day Social Media Fast that can help us develop this skill, and we are revisiting a conversation
1: with her this morning. Wendy, welcome to The Morning Conversation.
0: Thank you. I've been looking forward to this one.
1: Yeah, we have been too. One of the first things that we love to do, Wendy, when we have someone join the morning conversation for the first time, we want to get to know he's a sister in Christ, and hear a little bit about your spiritual journey, how you came to fall in love with Jesus.
0: A very young age, I just had a sense that the God that my parents talked about was real, and that he loved me, and that he lived in my heart. And my parents divorced when I was very young. While that is a heartbreak, and it left many deficits, in my emotional sphere that I refer to as a heart and in my life, God used that as fertile ground to just pour himself into all of those hurts, all of those holes. He was so faithful. I'm talking as a five-year-old and a nine-year-old and a 12-year-old and an 18-year-old that he always was what I needed in all of the hurting places of my life. And I think of the woman with the issue of blood, how she reached out and felt his power go into her and heal her. I think that for a person who has experienced that, reaching out to Christ and taking hold of him, they just never let go. <laughs> they never let go because they know that's the source of their healing and their strength, and their forgiveness, and their everything. And so people often ask me, how'd you become so strong in your faith? And I just laugh and say, well, apparently I needed him more than most people.
1: <laughs> and once
0: you reach out and take hold of him, you just can't let go. So I've been a little tenacious and holding on to Jesus.
1: Wendy, how did you come up with this book? How did God lead you into doing this 40-day social media fast?
0: I was ministering to moms who were struggling with anger. So just struggling with their own survival skills Mm -hmm. in that specific season of motherhood. And one day in a private Facebook group, I suggested, why don't we just fast from sugar for 40 days? Because we see what it does to our kids. Could getting off of sugar physiologically make us calmer, kinder, maybe even more Mm Christ-like? Let's not just have a physical detox. Let's turn it into a spiritual fast. So instead of turning from sugar high to sugar high to get us through our days, let's turn to the most high. Hmm. And it became an annual thing we did during that fast. I'll say, okay, but God never called us to a sugar sacrifice. He called us to be a living sacrifice. So what else are you turning to in lieu of turning to Him so that you can live for Him. Hmm. And in Mass, the response is, I turn to my phone, Hmm. I turn to my screen, I turn to my devices, and then I went, ding, 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 when you turn to your devices, and that ends up being divisive. Hmm. It divides us from one another in the body of Christ. It divides us from our spouse and our children when we're always behind a, a screen, but it also divides us from God. We're so distracted, We can't be devoted. And so after seven years of doing this annual 40-day sugar fast, I said, it's time. Let's do a social media fast.
1: Wendy, as we're talking this morning about doing a social media fast, talk to us about fast just in general. What's the purpose of a fast?
0: It is setting down something temporary and ordinary like food so that we can turn to the one who is eternal and extraordinary. So we say, instead of turning to this fuel to get me through my days, I am turning all my hunger and all my energy and all my attention and all my affection to you, God. The way that the Lord responds when an individual fasts is powerful. But (laughs) when you get a community of people fasting together... It is off the chains exciting to hear the testimonies of what God does. There are stories throughout the Old Testament, especially where the people of Israel, the people of Judah turned as a community to the Lord together, and he rerouted armies. And I think that we are in a season where we're very aware that the enemy's advancing, so to come together as a community and say, no, no, I'm going to put my foot down by putting my phone down. God, you've got my attention. I think many people would say, yeah, I'm definitely a phone addict, a social media addict, a gaming online addict, and they're experiencing a stronghold. And a stronghold is that thing that we've been turning to instead of turning to the stronghold of Christ. And again, to your question of what's fasting, that's what fasting is. Let's set down the things we're turning to and set our face to seek God and his deliverance in many areas of our lives in our marriages and our finances. And really, the main focus is growing to just love God and feast on him rather than everything else we've been consuming.
1: So, Wendy's, we're talking this morning about the concept of a social media fast, to do a reset, because this is what we do, right? When we think about fasting things, we kind of rationalize, well, there's some good that comes out of it. Like, social media is not all bad. There's some very positive things and, and impact that's come out of that whole space of social media. So give us some perspective on like, why do we need to fast from it then?
0: Well, I love something you just said there. It's not bad. That's what I hear from people. Whatever it is I'm encouraging people to fast from, whether it's sugar or shopping or social media, whatever it is you're turning to, not uh, because you need to buy toilet paper and toothpaste at Target, but if you're consuming, consuming, consuming at stores online and, and at Target, you know you go for that tube of toothpaste, but you leave $100 later with everything else you didn't actually need, hmm. then I would say if you're turning to it with that much passion – Let's set it down for a season and redirect that passion rather than being a consumer. God wants to consume us. So let's set down what we're consuming. But you said, is it bad? And I'm reminded of the scripture in, I believe it's Isaiah 55, where we're told that the craftsman, he cuts down a tree and he uses part of the wood to start a fire and he heats his food over the fire. And I would say wood is really, really good for that purpose. Like, it's really good They start a fire and heat our food. And it says, and he used the wood, he used the fire to keep his body warm. And I would say, yes, good job, wood. That's what you were made for. But then he took some of the leftover limbs there, and he started crafting a god out of it. And I would say, no, bad job. That's not your job to be my god. And that's how I feel about social media or anything else you turn to for saving, for survival. If you're turning to your phone because you need to be connected to people during quarantine, I would say wrong purpose. If you need connection a little bit in Zooms and stuff, great. But if it's what your deepest connection point is for survival, then I would say bad job phone. So if you need saving, turn to a savior. Hmm. Don't turn to your phone. Don't turn to sugar. Don't turn to shopping. Don't turn to coffee. If you need saving, you need a savior.
1: Wendy, I'm listening this morning Maybe I'm rationalizing a little bit this morning or at least being tempted to. I'm kind of trying to evaluate kind of where am I at? Do I really need this? What are some potential signs that would give indication that you know what, I need to fast from this social media or this screen in some way.
0: And it is such a broad topic, even though it's called the 40-day social media fast. Some people aren't scrolling through social media. But, man, you wake up, you reach over, and before you open the good news, you just have to open the news. So maybe it's a news fast, and you could say, I need to know what's going on. Well, you can still find out what's going on. You can still put it in its proper place. And so to go through these 40 days of fasting and say, during this time, I'm going to open the good news before I open up the news. I'm going to put parameters around what's most important. So what's less important doesn't crowd out what's most important. And the same is true with our phones. The set down what it is we are ingesting to spend more time with him. Maybe it is Facebook, and your face is always in Facebook, but it's never in the good book. Maybe you need to look up and start making connections with the Lord. And your family and friends I had a message from a mom she said at the end of it Wendy I saw my kids more and what's more is they saw my face more I was available to them and what's the best part of it is they were more enjoyable Mm -hmm. and I wrote back and I said it's interesting that you didn't say you enjoyed them more because you were more available I would have to guess that they were, because they didn't have to do negative things to get your attention. They just had your attention. What freedom they had to just be enjoyed by you. Whether it's social media, online shopping, or just the constant picking up and checking your email. I know a lot of people listening are going to say, yeah, but I do work online. I don't give you a to-do list or a to-don't list, because again, it's not a digital detox it's a spiritual fast. So you're fasting to grow in intimacy, and dependency upon the Lord. So take the details of the fast to Him. Ask Him, where would this fit so that I could still have a spiritual fast? Could I say 15 minutes in the morning, I'll make sure everything posts, and at the end of the workday, I'll schedule another 15 or 30 minute time slot to just engage there, but I won't hop over to my own Instagram account, and then check the reels that lead me to YouTube, and all of a sudden, two hours have passed. I don't think they need help knowing that they have a problem. I think it's like, yeah, I get to the end of the day and I've been online for three and a half hours. We know.
1: Wendy, whenever we talk about a fast, our minds can quickly go to what we're giving up. But you make this statement. I'd love for you to kind of unpack it for this morning. Fasting should lead to feasting. I'd love to hear kind of more about that thought.
0: I think I'll go back just for a moment and talk about how this started with the sugar fast, because that one really gives a clear picture Mm -hmm. of feasting. Mm -hmm. We've been stuffing our face with literal food throughout the day, just grazing all day long, filling every hurt, every hole, every boredom moment, uh, every empty place, because boredom feels a lot like hunger too. Like maybe I just need to put something in myself. But when we fast from food, We exchange where we've been taking our hunger and we put it on the only one that's able to satisfy our deepest hunger there is something deep in me that's a missing piece and I was created that way so that I might crave the one who made me so it's learning to take our hunger I think that sugar addiction or phone addiction isn't so much about what it is we've been turning to it's really just a misplaced hunger when we set down food, we fast, we stop feasting on food so that we can realign our hunger and feast on what really will satisfy. And the same is true with our screen time. I think a lot of us use that screen time to fill empty places. And when we allow ourselves to set it down, hours of our lives are returned to us. And we can say, but could I take that hunger? Self-medicating with a numb of the scroll hasn't gotten the job done. Self-medicating doesn't cut it. But going to the great physician when we need medicating, he knows how to write that prescription. And the prescription is more of himself and his word. As we feast on him, we start hearing from him again. Why can't we hear from him these days? Is it because our lives are too noisy? Not just with the pinging and the ringing and the, the dinging of our notifications, but we've always got sounds there's always a podcast god bless this one but there's always a radio show there's always noise <laughs> would it be good for us to spend some of our days quiet it's hard to be quiet and hear from him when there's
1: always noise. So Wendy, I'd love to get a little practical here. As we've said several times in several different ways throughout this morning, there's a draw for us to engage in our screens, to engage in our social media. So to stop those things, there's still going to be this draw, something that's kind of gnawing at me. It's How do I get intentional about intentionally substituting things to replace the things that I'm fasting from?
0: I know that 10 years ago, I would wake up and I'd reach my Bible on my bedside table. Then I had a smartphone and I would start reaching for my Bible app. And then it got to the point where all the notifications are popping up. So I would say, figure out what is it that the Lord would like me to spend time with him doing, spend time with him in his words, spend time in prayer. Some of it is just Christian fellowship, too. I have people that reach out to me that are my real life friends, not my online friends. Can we get together for a cup of coffee? Can we get together and go for a walk? In love and truthfulness, I say, I'm just so stinking busy. But I know that when I lay down my phone for 40 days, I get hours of my life back. I would say, okay, what are the things that I know God says are good for me? And I want to start planning those. So if you know that you've not been consistent with going to church since the original quarantine a year ago, Make a decision, how am I going to get in some Christian fellowship this month? And what friends have I been saying I'm too busy for because I'm spending two hours on YouTube each day? And maybe for you, it's streaming Netflix and Disney Plus with your family. Maybe there's something you want to do in the evenings to connect rather than all looking the same direction. So just take some time talking the details of these fasting days through with the Lord and say, What things have I been too busy for that you value, God? When I think of spiritual disciplines, take those to the Lord. God, is there a way you want me to give and serve during this time? Is there a specific way you want me to be in your word? Is there a way you want me to do Christian fellowship? Is there a way you want me to give and support local ministries? Maybe as you develop this strong muscle through the spiritual disciplines, you'll see that you're spiritually stronger too.
1: Wendy, taking a break from screens, from social media, from some of those news sources that we've been taking in too much that have really damaged our hope, purpose of a reset is to detox from it, get a cleanse, get recentered, and then to begin to bring things back in an appropriate way. So I would love some kind of coaching, some insight, perspective on what do I bring back, how do I bring it back to make sure I maintain the space that I capture from the reset.
0: Instead of choosing a time slot to put your phone away, choose which times you want to pick it up. It's a total game changer. Instead of saying my life is about being online, but I'll take breaks from that to engage in my real life. Instead of that, you say, no, my life is about the people in front of me. So set some boundaries about not when will I put my phone down, but when will I pick it up? Maybe I need to do work. Maybe I need to engage with people. So when I need to make a phone call, I use my phone. And when I want to see what the latest pictures are posted to Facebook of my grandchildren, there are good things. Again, is social media bad? No, but it's really bad at being God. So fit in the times that it can be good at being what it's good at. And then the other times being engaged with the Lord and the real life blessings in your life. Again, boundaries, they're not killjoys, they set you free so that you can enjoy the real life God's blessed you with.
1: Well, Wendy, so grateful for our time today. I was looking forward to it. I knew it would be rich. It was. Would you be willing just to pray over the My family as we are all purposing to kind of engage something that you've done for a while, this whole concept of a social media screen fast?
0: Lord, I'm just reminded even at the beginning of this prayer that you are our hope. So how do we maintain hope? It's by maintaining a firm hold on you. Anything that tempts me away from giving you my attention and my affection, it's got to be put in its proper place because I've got to keep my hands and keep my eyes and keep my heart fixed on you. It's been a hard year and you know it because you hold the world in your capable hands and you see how we've turned to so many other things to help us survive. But your invitation has always been, come to me. Come to me when you're weary And you're heavy-laden and this life is just too hard and I will give you what you need I'll give you the rest you need I'll give you the survival skills you need but it starts with coming to me we received that as an invitation today that invitation of come to me don't turn to your phone don't turn to your news sources don't turn to sugar don't turn to shopping but we turn to you and some of us may need to return to you you speak to us in the book of Joel about returning to you with weeping and With fasting. And so, Lord, we take a moment to just feel bad, and that's okay, God. And we call that conviction, and we heed it now. We know that we've been turning to other things to meet our needs for fellowship and uh, connection. We're wanting to disconnect in order to truly connect with you, to lay down social media in order to get social with you and the real-life blessings you put in our lives. It feels dangerous, but we know that those guardrails keep us safe, keep us safe after for a long time as we maintain a firm grasp on you, Lord. You are our hope and we love you. And I ask that you just pour out your blessings, that you reroute the enemy and show that deliverance is in your hand and you love going to battle for your people, Lord.
1: Amen.